Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, law of attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast episodes. I am so, so excited to have the lovely Camilla Sacred Delarup with us today. So Camilla, if you don't know, is a trained life coach, master NLP practitioner, certified hypnotherapist and meditation teacher, as well as a Reiki master. She is also a mindfulness-based stress reduction instructor and global best-selling author of three self-help books, including It's Not You, It's Me. Welcome to the show. Camilla thank you so much Emma thank you oh I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited for you to be here today we've spoken for so long as fellow Watkins authors so um yes. it's lovely to connect and obviously have you come on here and share your wisdom so uh, thank too. you thank you for having me <laughs> so one question which I love to ask all my guests when they come on here is when did you spiritually awaken what's your story it's so funny, that question. I, I, I kind of don't know. In one way, I'm thinking I'm still awakening. <laughs> Do we ever really fully awaken? And then on the other hand, I'm thinking, I actually, my scalp cracked open when I was a baby. I had a head injury. And I'm thinking, was that my awakening? <laughs> like opening up to the higher self just from birth, you know? Um, I think it's a journey always, but there's been certain times in my life where I've been pushed in new directions where it's led me further home to myself and the spiritual being that I am, that, that where I do believe in, in uh, the kind of spiritual connection and our higher self and our intuition and all of that. Um, but I think it's an ongoing journey, really, actually. I agree fully. And I love that question because everybody <laughs> seems to come up with the same thing of like, probably about five awakenings by now (laughs) it's continuous so it's lovely to hear everybody's different thoughts and perspective on it and like you say you know you've pivoted quite a bit in your life so for anybody watching you probably recognize Camilla as she was one of the dancers on Strictly Come Dancing which I used to love and watch so (laughs) 
So how do you feel that your kind of like spirituality has evolved or you're connected to yourself? Do you feel that during those times there was always this, you know, underneath and you practice that or is it something more recent? I think that I, I knew who I was when I came into this world, quite a sensitive being. I'm a highly sensitive person, which is also called an HSP. So for anybody that can connect with that, you know what that feels like growing up um, as a, in, in your childhood, just feeling really sensitive to everything around you. And I always say that I think becoming an athlete was a way of me building strength inside out so that I can navigate this very busy world, being sen- so sensitive. Um, by the way, being an HSP is like 20% of the, the population. It's a personality trait. So it's not like by choice that I want to be so overly sensitive. Um, but I think that being an athlete kind of gave me... Um, strength and i forced myself i guess when i look back now to learn these tools which have helped me in life to give me drive and focus and motivation to actually go for my dreams and follow some of the other things that i really wanted to do like write books and help other people and do public speaking which was scary for someone that was actually quiet and sensitive (laughs) um and so um yeah so it's been an interesting journey to to kind of move through the whole um being in an environment where you don't really feel at home at all to now live a life that is mine and not one that's narrated by what I've learned through parents or society around me. Um, and I, I, I actually feel like every day I'm, you know, still peeling back layers and coming home to still further of that. Because I think when we're growing up, it's so easy to, to listen to what we should be doing from our parents and our families and trying to fit in. We so desperately wanted to be loved, right? So we're trying to fit into whatever other people think we should be doing. And so for me to obviously leave such a big career where I was really grateful for everything that I had, but it was not where I was home. I'm home now in my work every single day. I'm grateful for what I do, you know, um, helping other people, um, connecting to people on a really deep kind of subconscious level too. So yeah exactly and it's all about that evolution like you say like I come from a really different career background as well in finance and money saving and you know that was my life for so long and like you say when you have these kind of awakenings where like you say you you do that inner work and you're like do you know what this isn't for me this isn't making me happy life's too short you know it can really change your life in a beautiful way and like you say you know that served you that was you know a great time of your life but also now this is a great time of your life where you're serving people helping people in a different way and it's 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 all in different ways but it all all kind of feeds into one doesn't it in terms of like how our passions or our creativities turn up in life and what our kind of journeys and purposes are um through different stages so um yeah yeah what you just said at different stages that's mm. so important because we do evolve and change for what what I thought was successful in my 20s and 30s is not what is successful for me in my definition now in my 40s I want something completely different exactly exactly I love that I love how you put that so let me ask you this then why do you feel it's important we have a loving relationship with ourselves so your book talks a lot about self-love and loving ourselves so why do you feel this is important Oh, I have to chills as you say that because for so many years, I don't think I was specifically loving to myself. I was an athlete who would always wanted to do better. I was pushing myself even when I was tired and exhausted. And so I headed for a burnout 
So I was forced to look at what does it look like to have a loving, kind relationship with myself? What does it look like to actually rest when my body is tired? That is okay to have a rest day. That is okay to take time out. So a loving, yeah, a loving relationship for me um, is the foundation of everything now. It's the foundation of how can I have loving relationships with anyone else if I don't have a loving relationship with myself? My friendships are very different now. What I um, attract into my life is different because of the love that I work so hard on and work still every day on for myself, the love, the forgiveness, the acceptance. Um, and it definitely, my, my, my relationship with my husband, um, just attracting him into my life was a very different relationship than I had ever experienced before because of the love for myself. And you're right, it always has to start within us, doesn't it? You know, we are our greatest change. If we want that change, we have to create it, don't, don't we, within like ourselves. And yeah, like really, I think unconditionally accepting and loving ourselves first to, like you say, attract that healthy, loving relationships, friendships, family, all of it, you know, it all kind of amplifies outwards from, from ourselves. We are the change as such. So talking about acceptance then, what are your top tips for self-love and acceptance? If somebody wants to, they're hearing us talk about this and like, this is great. How do I do this though? Mm. I think kind of a revelation for me was when I realized that no one else is going to come and save you. And I couldn't expect someone else to love me deeper than I was willing to love myself. And so acceptance is so many things. Acceptance is like the beginning to any healing. Like it's accepting that, hey, I have a behavior here that I'm not particularly proud of. Like I, I, I'm reacting in situations with either anger or frustration. Is there a different way I can do this? It's like, um accepting that there are parts of ourselves that we love but also parts of ourselves that we might want to improve on you know to be kinder not just to ourselves but others too and um and i think self-love journey we can't say self-love journey and not talk about self-talk and i know you are huge on the self-talk too right because if you are constantly putting yourself down with like kind of bullying comments like when you look in the mirror and you say not kind things to yourself and i've been there I was in a sport, you know, as a professional dancer, but we're in front of a mirror every single day. So I know what that feels like to be mean to yourself. But how can we be, how can we have self-love and not also monitor like and train ourselves to have positive and kind and loving self-talk? And that's a journey. Like that's a, that's one that you have to catch yourself every single day, right? Because mm. we, we just, we can so easily go there. So I think self-love and self-talk, they go hand in hand, you know, in 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 starting to, create a narrative that's loving about ourselves <clears throat> absolutely and it is a continuous journey I think you know some people think that probably you and I sit here every day and we're in the mirror like yes we love ourselves and you know there's some days where I'm like do you know what I need to another harder. wrinkle <laughs> yeah <laughs> I need to work a bit harder today like you know okay right yeah self-love needs to be worked on and I think you know it's filling that self-love tank at the end of the day, isn't it? It's, you know, it's a continuous journey and relationship, just like any relationship. Our relationship with ourselves is a continuous one if we're not, you know, contributing to it and, you know, focusing our energy on us as well. You know, how can you expect all your relationships to flourish? Just like any loving relationship, a partnership, 
takes both energies, takes time, takes, you know, you have to be present, you have to be in it, you have to be working on, you know, working together, etc. But we don't always give that to ourselves. And I think it's really interesting that we're so willing to give to others, but not necessarily even to ourselves. So like, why do you think that we do that as a society? Do you think? Well, I think it's easier sometimes. Mm. then dive in deep because when we when we give love to ourselves we also have to look at some of the um the darkness and the 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 shadows that are lingering within where we're not proud of something or we're not happy about something or we need to let that bubble up to the surface and love that too and i think i think it's probably six years ago I, i was sat in a meditation class i just finished my own class teaching and i jumped into the class after me and the woman that was teaching she said some of the most helpful words that she'd ever been taught was to say at the end of a sentence where we've been a bit mean to ourselves was to say, and I love myself anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just love that because if you, I, I practiced that, I think for about three years, every time, because it takes time to train your brain as we know, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. just happen. It's like any other, you know, muscle in the body that you are, you're practicing. It takes time. And so I kept saying, if I was like, you're late again, and I love myself anyway, you didn't meet the deadline. And I love myself anyway. You're three months late on your deadline. And I love myself anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just kept saying, and that little sentence helped me to just like soften all of those times. Because if I can like tell myself off and then also be, you know, kind after, it was like really just felt really good. So little steps, I think, that we can catch ourselves. When are you really putting yourself down? And um, is that helping you? Is that supporting you? Really? Yeah. So, so true. And I actually learned that. And I love myself anyway. I think it was from Brad Yates. I learned it from Brad Yates, who does EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. And um, I was obviously doing this tapping and it was like, you know, saying I choose to love and appreciate myself. I choose to love myself anyway. And I was like, do you know what? It's so true. If we could just give ourselves that little bit more compassion, that little bit more gentleness, that little bit more softness to realize that we all mess up. We all make There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals get more cool facts about united healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com make mistakes we're not perfect we can't be go 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 all the time and productive like you say 
we have to honor ourselves. And I think that's a big part of self-love, isn't it? You know, honoring yourself and really saying, you know, like you are always doing your best. And if you can't complete that task, I love myself anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, the day still rolls on to tomorrow. That's what I've realized. <laughs> Even if I don't do whatever, I'm like, the sun will still come up tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> and I think it is that. Yeah. Sorry, I was, right, just... say, so, talking about self-love, we can't also say boundaries, right? Mm. Boundaries is a big one. And I think, you know, that's really important for, I think for self-worth as well, isn't it? Boundaries of looking at self-care, looking at self-love, but also looking at self-worth and saying, well, actually all of these are kind of go hand in hand as that pillar of self-love and actually being able to say no, being able to, you know, say how you really feel and like you say if you're like I'm not going to meet this deadline I'm really sorry but I still love myself anyway you know we have to be honest with ourselves and others as well and I think we think that we'll be judged or you know like you say like it's the end of the world if we don't hit this target but the sun still (laughs) comes up every day nothing bad happens and it's funny how as humans we do this right yeah I like to remind myself sometimes there is no timeline it's just like nonsense we've made up in our head. And I know people will say, well, there is because that's a deadline and that's a deadline. And yeah, there are some deadlines, of course, you know, but the stress that we bring with those deadlines, that's what kind of blocks us sometimes. So when we just kind of let things flow. And I remember with my last book with It's Not You, It's Me, I did have to ask for an extension. Um, and it was one of those where I'm an athlete. I, I show up, I do my work. It was a big thing to negotiate with myself that it was okay to ring and say, I need another month or two. And they were totally fine. They were like, that's no problem at all. I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) It was just my own judgment, like you said. Exactly. And we we can be our own worst critic and self-sabotager sometimes, definitely. When, like you say, more like most likely than none, people are understanding. It's fine. There's plenty of time. And we are the ones putting that control and frustration on ourselves. So you mentioned blocks there, which is really interesting. So what do you think causes emotional blocks and how can we clear them? So I think that when we talk about being blocked or stuck or any of kind of those limited beliefs, we we're talking about what's lingering in the subconscious mind because our subconscious mind was created when we were children, right? Um, When we had no filter from like zero to six years old. And so what happens is because the subconscious mind runs our lives 95% of the time as adults, sometimes there are some blockages, like old patterns, old software lingering that we're just playing out as adults. And we will actually use language that's not even aligned with the language that we we use now. And I know that these are some of the things that you, you're really into as well. So it could be like, we could have learned something about money, for example, or abundance or playing it small when we were children or growing up, we could have listened to our parents talk about um, struggling with money or this kind of thing doesn't happen to people like us, like or any kind of limited belief. If you have that, you can't have this or, you know, those sort of blockages seep into the subconscious. And then as adults, we're just playing them out. So what I love doing is to dive in and really help people align the subconscious with the conscious. I'll say a lot of my clients who come to me, they've already read a lot of books. They've already had therapy. They're very aware people. But what is happening is that they're here consciously, but their subconscious is here. So we need to dive in and bring that up to fit where they are now consciously and release those blockages in the subconscious as well. Because they can be so aware and they're like, I don't understand why I still react with like lack or scarcity when it comes to this because i'm aware of it but there's an old pattern lingering and we need to go to the root of that 
Mm. So I'm, I'm so passionate about that because that helped me in my own career really to, to go for the, you know, the, the results to really help me achieve in, in life and in my career. Exactly. And you're speaking my language here, Camilla, you're speaking my language. I am I know. So- <laughs> like we could talk for hours about this like we're both really passionate about inner child work and we see the benefits of it but it's because we've both done it we've both lived that and mm-hmm. you know it's so true of I was definitely that person as well three years ago where I was like great I've manifested so much stuff but why am I so unfulfilled why do I have these limiting beliefs why am I still self-sabotaging? Why is there still this energy that is really blocking, you know, the real manifestations that I wanted? Like, where is it going wrong? Like I could, you know, I was getting so frustrated. Like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing what the secret says. I'm doing what all these self-help books say. What's wrong with me? And I think so many people hit this where, you know, manifestation especially is sold as this like really simple thing do this do that boom when actually as we know like with the subconscious like that is a massive part of manifestation so what would you kind of advise for anybody who's maybe resonating with what we're saying like where where would you suggest for them to start as they say if you don't go within you go without (laughs) uh do the inner work do the inner work inner child work um like you said it's just it's huge and and it's so people will separate the two and and say well abundance and manifesting is like something over here like oh it's like fancy magical stuff and the inner child that sounds kind of like deep heavy work like i have to do but it's like yeah but if your inner child has not been told you are worthy honey you are loved you are amazing you can do anything you want that little inner child who maybe once was told that you can't do anything you want, you are unworthy, unlovable, or whatever, 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 is going to go in and try and manifest with this contradicting, mm. you know, these contradicting thoughts. But when this inner child is like, I can do anything I want. I'm an individual. No matter what's happened around me, I am loved. I am lovable. I am worthy. You know, um, that's where you unlock the magic. The contradicting thoughts, I think, I'm doing this because it's the only way I can describe it. It's like, I want this, I can do this, but then in the subconscious, there might be something that goes, but are you worthy of that? Can you Mm -hmm. really do it? And we need to align them both in the same direction. So true, so true. And like, you know, I think it's, I know it's probably taking it a bit deeper, but you know, it's really looking at polarity, isn't it? Of the yin, the yang, the masculine, the feminine. And it's like the inner child and our current self, you know, we've got to have that relationship, that, you know, love and harmony with one another. It's not looking at that separation. It's saying actually, all of these needs come hand in hand and live in that balance to create that balance that you want. So um, say it louder for the people in the back, Camilla, like so true. (laughs) Inner child work. Mm. We'll we'll change your life, people, from two people who can vouch for that, definitely. (laughs) Magical work, magical work. So how can we start to reprogram our mindsets to feel abundant and worthy then? Yeah. So to access our subconscious mind, um, positive affirmations, because they're like direct orders to the subconscious, meditation, and hypnosis, right? So we kind of need to to engage the subconscious. And that's what we can do, like when we kind of go into this sort of theta state through hypnotic practice. But even in meditation, when you kind of get into that, what you want to call oneness, one mind, the place where you feel connected and not alone, right? Through there, you could connect to your higher self and so forth and your subconscious. And that's what we really need to do. 
I don't know how I ever did life before meditation. I really don't because it just supports everything I do in life. And even if it's five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, when you just let, let the unnecessary noise fall away and remember who you are, you know, in, in here, that's where the guidance is. You, you have everything you need within you. We, we, we look everywhere, but we all have what we need in here. It's so true. And I think, you know, there's been, I guess, like such a journey over the years from what, I mean, obviously I've only kind of been in the self-help so for six years, but even I think before that, it was very much go to a book, go to a coach, go to, and really, I think it's looking and saying like, yes, books, coaches, gurus, authors, whatever are fantastic, but really they're a reminder to say, right, you have the power. We're not some mystical, magical healer who is magically doing things. You know, we are all everyday people who have harnessed our own power to be able to like inspire you to use your own power. So it's yeah. so true that, you know, we have those answers, but sometimes, you know, it can help someone to help uncover those with you. Definitely. Um, Cause we can't do it all ourselves. <laughs> no, we're holding the mirror, right? We're holding the mirror. That's what I like to think. And sometimes I need someone to hold a mirror for me. I can be like, say to my coach, Oh, I know I'm so close. I've got this, this, and can you just help me? And then they're like, oh, I'm like, oh yes, thank you. You know, we, we, because we're so in it, right? We're in the tornado, as I say, of emotions. Sometimes we need someone else to just go step over here and now take a look, right? Mm. And you're like, ah, oh, I see it now. I feel that. So yeah. true. I love that. I love <laughs> that. And my last question to you today then, Camilla, is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my lovely listeners with today? Mm. I mean, the words that are just coming to mind is that do whatever work you need to know to remember that you are enough. Mm. Because that's where the magic lies. When you remember that in every situation in your life, the boundaries become easier to set when you remember that. The, the respect for yourself, the love for yourself, when you remember, oh, I am enough. It's okay to set a boundary. It's okay to move away from this relationship. It's okay to expect uh, me to be loved in a different way. It's okay, like just find a way to to come home to the place where within where you remember you are enough because we're all born enough. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, it's, it's all the experiences we go through, like you say, pre-seven years old and even our adulthood and teenagehood as well. Like, you know, all these things shape us into what beliefs we carry, what thoughts we carry, what energy we have as well. And it's so true. Like what you said, I was like, gosh, if only I'd heard that three years ago, like that would have hit the spot. Right. That would have been what I needed to hear. <laughs> Me too. If I'd heard that at 21, I just would have changed so many things. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, where can my lovely listeners find more about your work than Camilla? So on my website, zenme.tv. And of course, on Instagram at Camilla Dallarop. And where can everybody get your books as well if they want to have a read? Uh, pretty much in, in all main bookstores or Amazon. So it's not you, it's me. Reinvent Me and Dream Believe Succeed. There's lots of different things about the subconscious, hypnosis, meditation and so forth in that. Amazing. And I have read Camilla's It's Not You, It's Me. And I highly recommend it, guys. It's amazing. And just what you need to give you that positive reminder. So if you've loved today's episode, you will love that book as well. But um, thank you so much, Camilla, for coming on. It's been such a pleasure having you. And I've just really enjoyed our conversation. I've loved it. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you, Emma. I, I want to give you a hug because it's, it's been such a lovely time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 
So thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast episode. I really hope you've enjoyed Camilla and I's conversation today. As always, you can find the clickable link to Camilla's work in the description below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my videos, or anything else I have to offer, then you can find it all in the description below or on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we share all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.